Hi, I'm Shay, and welcome to Kombucha and Color. Kombucha and Color is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Shay Dyer, a yoga teacher and creative graphic designer, and Anna Marsh, a functional medicine practitioner and women's health coach with a love of all things health and fitness. This podcast is here to inspire women to embrace health and live life bright. You can find more about me, Shay, at shaydyer.com. You can find out more about me, Anna, at annamarshnutrition.co.uk. And each week we will be bringing you inspiring content for a healthier and happier mind, body, heart, and soul. Hi, it's Shay here. Take a moment right now to reflect on how you measure a successful day for yourself. For a long time, I measured the success of my day based on the number of Instagram likes or followers I gained, the money I made, or the amount of love or praise I received. Whilst these are wonderful things to desire, using them as a metric of success left me feeling really depleted. It was only after some honest soul searching that I've truly shifted my metrics so that now I define my success on whether I'm able to answer yes to the following three questions. Have I moved my body today? Have I breathed or sat in stillness today? Have I created something today? Move, breathe, create. When I focus on these as measures of a successful day, I am able to really slow down, get out of the busyness of my head, back into my body, and manifest things from a really authentic place. What's even crazier is that when I focus on these three things, all the other shiny pennies, the money, the praise, the followers, the likes, they all flow into my life with such ease as a result of me being in an energized, calm, creative, and aligned state. It's completely changed my outlook on life, and it's made me a much happier person. I really want to share all my tools with you so that you too can manifest the things you want in your life from this energized, calm, creative, and aligned state and feel really happy whilst doing it. Come and join me at movebreathecreate.com, where you will find ways to energize your body and calm your mind, along with creative tutorials and techniques to get you into that creative, manifesting state. Most yoga studio monthly memberships cost upwards of £100 a month, and you can join me over at movebreathecreate.com, where you can find not only yoga practices and tutorials, but also workbook downloads, community, meditations, soul work, journal ideas, creative prompts, and inspiration, all for less than £10 a month. It's like your own personal yoga retreat space. Come connect back to your body, mind, and soul with me at movebreathecreate.com. I look forward to seeing you inside of the community. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kombucha and Color. I am sitting here in sunny Bournemouth today and Shay is in South Africa at the moment. So we're catching up across the hemispheres right now. And we thought today we would just do a little catch-up chat and just check in with you all and share whatever is coming up for us today. So how are you doing, Shay? I'm very good, thank you. I have to just apologize in advance because if my quality of sound is not great, I can blame the South African internet. Amongst many things, there are some monkeys that keep traveling across the roof and they sometimes disrupt the, the Wi-Fi signals. So in advance of my sound quality and my internet drops, you know why? It's the South African way of life. Yeah, this is authentic podcasting. 
Yes. <laughs> but otherwise, I'm really, really good. It's been so lovely to be back home and to be with my family. And I just had such a beautiful weekend retreat. I ran the second Move, Breathe, Create retreat this last weekend, which was just so amazing. Just really such a beautiful group of women and a beautiful space that was so close to my heart because we ran it at Netherwood um, Estate, which is the same place that Warren and I got married. So there's always a lot of love when I think of that place. And when I'm there, it just brings up such good memories of love and wholeheartedness. And um, when my mom, my mom came on the retreat as well, and to have her there with me too was just such a beautiful experience. You know, she's quite new to yoga. So and I don't think up until this point, I don't think she's really understood the depth and the healing that yoga and the way that I'm moving towards is, or at least where I am now is really how I'm healing and helping people in a really deep way. And I don't think that she understood it to the depth that she does now, which has been a really beautiful thing because, you know, as much as we grow and develop and expand, there's still some of us that seeks that validation and approval from our mothers because that mother-child relationship is really important and there's, there's nothing else like it in the world. You know, there's that need for, I don't know if it's from where I am right now, it's like I know with certainty in my body that this is the path that I'm meant to be on, but to have my mom really understand what it is that I'm doing and, you know, to confirm again to me that this is the right path is really just, it's been a launch pad for something else. And for me to grow into such a bigger space of healing and to really deeply move into this. And some of the reflections that I've had from some of the women who came on the retreat and um, a woman, Leanne, just wrote me such a beautiful email, just really saying how amazing it was to see that um, my mom on this retreat with me and just to, for her to watch me in my zone was just a really special thing. And as she has said as well, it is this launch pad for greater things when our parents are not only supportive of us, because I think my parents have always been very supportive, but it really is that launch pad for something much bigger and much greater. So it's been a really, really beautiful experience for me. And it's Again, I'm just coming back to this feeling of how everything is as it's meant to be and everything is working out as, as it's needed to. So I really feel so super supported in this work and where I'm moving to. So I'm in a really good space at the moment. So yeah. I know that this week as we're recording this episode that um, we published the recording that we did after you had just completed your move breathe create retreat which was in london well, not london but in was it wales um, no in the in the uk in east sussex i don't know where i got wales from but anyway it doesn't matter oh, love is wales <laughs> oh that's where it's from and uh, that episode was just published this week and i've actually had like a few people reach out to me and say that they just found that episode really really powerful listening to you so um and I'm curious because I think when we had a conversation, you said that the, the one in South Africa might be a little bit different. So how did you find it navigating, obviously, two very different groups of people, two very different locations, two very different energies, but also with this experience from the previous retreat that you you kind of don't want to attach too much to and carry into the next one. How was it for you in terms of putting it everything together and just what did you notice? What did you feel? Any other shares you wanted to give? So I've actually been reflecting on this because if I think back to the retreat that I did in the UK, I look back at it now and I'm like, wow, I really threw people in the deep end. <laughs> like, 
I threw people in the deep end, like in a massive way, just reflecting on it, comparing the two. It was really, I just like kind of threw people in the deep end. And on the one hand, I'm like, whoa, whoops. But on the other hand, I feel like it really needed to be that way. It really needed to be that way from a personal development perspective from myself, because of what came up on that first weekend retreat, it enabled me or it kind of like forced me to step into a place where I was like, I had to hold the space and I had to just create this container where I was supporting people in this really new profound way that I had suddenly access to that I didn't realize I had access to before. So in that sense, like it needed to be that so that it was kind of, it kind of shook people up and in some ways. And I think that some people had experienced things on that retreat that they needed to, that they wouldn't have experienced if it hadn't been such a throw in the deep end kind of experience. So when I compare the two, this retreat that I did um, now was a lot of a softer version. It was a, it was a much tamer, softer version. And even that softer version still created space and opportunity for people to really move deeply within themselves when they felt comfortable and, and trusting to go there within themselves. And I think people always get what they need. And so I trust that it, it had to be that way. And it, and it really, it's proved to me again, how this work, I'm so, I feel so supported in this work because of this ability to just acknowledge that what came up for people was needed and not take that personally, not take it into myself, but just kind of flow with it. And it's really been a beautiful experience. But yeah, it has made me think like, wow, I really did throw people really in the deep end. But at the same time, that's allowed really big shifts for people. So perhaps it was not expected, but it was really what was needed. And as I said on this last retreat to some of the women, I said, I just feel like I'm moving with such unwavering trust in this process and what's coming forward for me. And one of the affirmations of the heart chakra is I trust, I trust. So for me, I really feel like I'm living and leading from my heart when I'm just moving with this unwavering trust, like this needs to be like this, this needs to be like this, this has to happen this way. And there's no fear when you move with trust in that way. So I'm feeling really just yeah, really grateful for everything that's come up. And it's, it's given me real incentive to just keep moving with this work because even the, the softer version that I created in this last weekend, um, for many reasons, the first reason being that I didn't know as many of the people. And then also I knew some of the people really deeply. My mom was there, my aunt was there, my cousin, my brother's girlfriend. So there was that element of familiarity that I had to also just navigate as well, especially with deep healing work. Sometimes, you know, when you're with people that are really close to you, it can be a little bit more challenging to access that healing place because you know, there's, there's, there's walls that we put up, especially with people that are close to us. So yeah, it's just been a really, a really interesting reflection if I compare the two. And it's given me again, this opportunity to have a real clear path of what I need to do next and where I need to go. So that's been really useful for me and invaluable in, in comparing the two weekends. Yeah. And then just not knowing some of the women and they don't necessarily know me as a teacher. So it, it was, I felt there was 
would, maybe this is the wrong way to say it, but maybe there was more trust that was created in the first weekend because people have practiced with me for a while and some people have practiced with me over a few years and some people have, they know me as a teacher a little bit more as opposed to this group that I had in South Africa where actually none of them know me as a yoga teacher in that capacity. Yeah, I think that's true. None of, no, none of the people who came on that retreat know me as a yoga teacher in person. And uh, maybe some of them knew me from online, but um, there's a different energy and there's a different element that you, you arrive at when you meet a teacher in person or a facilitator in person. So yeah, that was one of the reasons why I chose to do a softer, softer retreat, <laughs> even though it was still really powerful for people. So, yeah. And I guess that comes back to the idea of just that, like, actually it's not our job to control what people experience it's you create the container and sometimes the this you know the smallest shift can make the biggest difference and um everybody will have their own unique experience and and get what they need to get from the process Mm. but i really hear you in terms of that idea of identity because i know as well just with the work that i do sometimes um if i have people actually know from what I call in rich commas, a previous life, who then reach out to work with me, I, I feel almost more pressure and more uncomfortable because of this expectation to be a certain way, which is not necessarily, Anna as a friend is not necessarily always Anna who shows up on a, a coaching call. And yeah, it's finding the right dynamic, which is, which is always a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's the same with friendships, with with family, sometimes it can be harder to share because there's so much more investment in the relationship as it exists currently that you don't want to break or you don't want to uh, shatter in any way. And so that's also this mindfulness of like containing that space. So yeah, it's a really, it's an interesting dynamic that I've been really sitting with and it's, yeah, I'm in a good space with, with everything that I'm doing at the moment. And it's, it's opening up a lot of doors within me and it's, allowing me just to move more confidently and bravely in this direction because it's, it's, I know that it's true. I know that it's right. And I know that I'm, I'm supposed to be here doing this work. So it's been really good. It's been really good. I had something else that I wanted to say, and now it's kind of gone out my head as I was dropping back into my heart, but maybe I'll circle back on it. Well, while, while you're thinking, I just want to say, because obviously this is going to go out as audio. People can't see your face, but as Shay is sitting here talking to me on zoom, she has just got the like, biggest smile on her face <laughs> energy glowing and radiating from her and I'm sure those um the listeners when they listen to this they'll, they'll feel that just through the audio so I feel like you have been doing all this exciting stuff recently and my life has been very mundane by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that's okay because we have these waves and we have these you know, life is not this linear thing. We have this, sometimes it's a big crashing wave and then there's this recession of the wave and it's about learning to ride that flow. Like that is this flow and it's this water quality of being able to move with the tides. Like it's not, it's not always going to feel this elevated high and it's, you know, not always going to feel this mundaneness. It's about just being with what is. But for me, truly, I, I feel like when I'm doing this work as a facilitator, as a yoga teacher, especially on retreats is it's so profound for me that it opens me up to such an expansive place that I'm like, Oh wow. And like, you just feel like, Oh, I'm riding this like huge, massive high. And then I almost have to remind myself, Oh yeah, you're a human. Like you've got all these, like, you know, you've got judgments, you've got criticism, you've got the need to control, the need to please, the need to perfect. Like, and I just have to remind myself all those things. Like, 
oh yeah, like for me, it feels like this riding this wave between like this divinity that's within all of us. And then also just this humanness, like we're just humans having this human experience. Um, but what I have definitely noticed for myself is these much more defined, clear boundaries. And every single time I do this work, it gets more and more clearly defined. Um, I had something that came up on the retreat over the weekend. And I said to everyone, oh, you know, it's just we need to have this proper um, contained way to be able to release emotion. Like we need to be able to access anger. We need to be able to access you know, really rage or fear or shouting or whatever it is. We need to like leave, let that leave the body. And I said, you know, there's amazing workshops that you can do. You can have these emotional release workshops. And I was kind of saying, you know, should we do something like this? And they were like, oh yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We want to do it. We want to do it. And straight away, the something in me, in my head was like, okay, how am I going to fit this in now? Because I've planned and created the schedule. It's been very well thought out. The practices all lead one into the next. Like it's not something that I just threw together. It's really, it's been thoughtfully created in a very specific and structured way. And suddenly on retreat, as I offered this and opened this up to people when they all accepted and said, yes, I thought, okay, now I'm going to try and shuffle around the schedule. How can I fit this extra practice in? And maybe we can move this around and change this over. And, and I was like, okay, let me just work. Suddenly I stopped myself and I actually said to people, this was after like five or 10 minutes of me trying to work out where I'm going to put this new practice in. I said to people, you know what? My need to please everybody, which is a pattern of mine is really coming up strongly here. So that's why I'm suddenly trying to shuffle everything around to put this practice in. And if I listen to my heart, it's telling me no. And it's telling me no, and I haven't created the right container. I haven't done this. And there's a lot of things that need to go into this. And so I'm actually just going to follow my heart here and say, no, I'm sorry. And if that means that I'm not pleasing everyone, then so be it. And just having that power and having that ability to really stand on that and own that decision, not from place of my head, but really listening to my heart and trusting it because that ability we hear messages from our heart all the time, but our ability to trust it is the thing that's important. And, you know, Anna, this is something that actually I've been thinking about in reflection of, of you. you. You keep saying to me like, oh, but Cher, you feel like that I've accessed these gifts, that this is what you're longing for, this is what you're yearning for. And I actually, when, I, when you say that to me, I'm like kind of laughing about it because I'm like, Anna, you're doing this work already, but you just don't trust it in yourself. And you are, you're doing this work that I'm doing now is, is what you do already, but you just don't trust it. So it's like, yeah. It's actually really interesting that you said that because I know we recorded the last episode and I was like, Oh, this is so amazing. I think it's been a couple of weeks now, two weeks um, since we last spoke and I really had the opportunity to reflect more on that since we last spoke and, and you're right. (laughs) Yeah. Tell you that you're right because I've had now, I've started my Grounded Goddess program. I've had quite an upswing in terms of the one-on-one clients I'm working with. And when I am on calls with my clients doing my work or when I'm teaching a yoga class, what you've described is exactly how I feel as well. And I I think there's almost like this ego, naughty little ego, that's always like more, more, more. I want more, I want more, I want more. And I think it's just... Yeah, when you really truly sink back into your heart, that's when you're like, this is enough and and this is amazing. And that piece on the ego is so interesting because what I have learned over these past few months is 
the real importance of clearing what's on your heart and the truth of what's clearing on your heart is sometimes so hard to say. So for me to say right now, how I'm feeling right now, is like, I want to be the best at everything. So I want to be the best at everything. I want to be the best at everything. So yeah, I want to be, you know, and so to, to clear that is like, oh my gosh, like now I'm free again. There's nothing that's weighing me down. Each week we get incredible feedback about our episodes of Kombucha and Color. We know our show is touching, inspiring, and helping hundreds of women, and we would like to reach even more. Can you help? You can help other women find the inspiration that you have found if you head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. If you screenshot your review and share it on Instagram stories or your Instagram feed tagging myself, Anna, Shay, or Kombucha and Color, we'll send you a wonderful restful yoga nidra practice to download so you can find some peace and calm in your day or a better night's sleep at night. Additionally, everyone who enters and leaves a review and shares it on Instagram will be put into a lucky prize draw to win a copy of my Beat the Bloat guide and Shay's yoga guide. You can love your body from the inside out with 174 pages, including over a hundred pages of recipes, which walk you through my 28 day digestive reset process. This is perfect if you want to reset your body, address any unwanted health symptoms, or support your skin, hormones, energy, and digestion. Shay's 173-page yoga guide includes 116 pages of detailed pose analysis. It will give you all the tools you need to teach yourself yoga so you can sequence, practice, and flow safely in your very own home. Remember, all you need to do is go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, screenshot the review, and share it on Instagram stories or your Instagram feed tagging myself, Anna underscore Marsh underscore nutrition, Shay at Indie Yoga Life, or Kombucha and Color, Kombucha underscore and underscore color. Head on over and do that right now before you forget, and then your yoga nidra practice will be on its way. To have that ability to, in a really safe space, that you can share authentically what's on your heart, which requires a huge amount of vulnerability, which we know Brené Brown talks about, and there's so many practices that encourage this vulnerability but when we can open ourselves up to that and just clear it, it's like, oh, we find ourselves back at the heart, back at that expanded place because we can let go of the heaviness that's holding us down for most of, the, most of our lives, actually. Yeah, and without going into too much detail, I mean, I'll share a little bit is that I've really felt that recently. For a lot of time, the past few weeks and months, I've really felt like there's been something bubbling inside of me. And I was going through the process of launching my grounded goddess. There were quite a few things um, going on there. And I've had these ongoing challenges with my health and with my energy, but I kept on just feeling like there was just this like something inside of me. And I had the opportunity recently now that the launch is over and I can kind of take a little bit more time for myself to sort of process and reflect on some of these things. And 
I realized that there were things inside of me that I wasn't expressing and there were things inside of me that needed needed to come out. And I took the opportunity recently to really start to acknowledge those things honestly and process them and get vulnerable and expose, I guess, some massive fears as well. And it's very interesting, although that was hard for me at the time, this week energetically, I've really experienced a very positive upswing in terms of how I've been feeling in my body. My my health has been continuing to improve, but this week, also considering how busy I've been as well, I'm just like, wow, my body is so much more resilient than what it was. And, you know, I'm constantly flip-flopping in between the physical side, the spiritual side, the physical, the spiritual side. And, you know, yoga is the union of both, the divine and the human. Um, and I feel like I scroll away at some of my physical work and then I flip flop and I scroll away at some of my spiritual work. But this ability to really process what is being held in the body um, this week, I've really experienced that personally, some profound shift. Because you know what, and this is, I mean, I'm going to probably butcher this, but I can explain it from a very embodied place from myself is that, and this is some of Joe Dispenza's work actually is, his work and his idea of these emotions being really like dense emotions, which energetically they are kind of atoms. And I don't know, I'm not going to explain this in the correct way. They're more matter than energy. Yes. They're more like held together. So those heavy emotions of grief, of shame, pain, of regret, all those emotions that are so um, tightly bound together atomically when you can expose those and let those come out the body either through talking which is a way to get that emotion out or through physical engagement with that particular emotion so whether it's anger fear whatever it is like really move that physically out the body then what you're left with are the emotions that are more expansive so you're left with those emotions that are more vibrational more wave matter than they are matter matter so then you find yourself back in this expanded place. So really the practice of sharing what's on your heart, physically moving out emotion, like it's so valuable. Like we need it because then we're just in this really like open-hearted space. And from when we're living in an open-hearted space, we have trust because we're connecting to that energy of the heart, which pulls us forward to a really clear path. Like I've had in my head of I'm wanting to draw a cartoon of two different pathways. One path is being guided by the head and or the mind or the brain, whatever you want to call it. And that pathway, there's fear, there's danger. Don't go here. There's big um, climbing walls and there's spikes and there's thorns and bushes and it's dark and it's scary. And then the other path is being led by the heart. And it's like the heart has got this really bright lamp and it's just shining on this clear open path and I feel like when you follow your heart and you're being led from the heart space that is what the path feels like it's it's shining it's bright and it's really easy and clear to see when you are following a path that's being led by your head there's a lot of roadblocks that happen on that path and the tricky challenging thing is that the head path and the heart path run side by side for most of us so we flip between the two so constantly that we forget that they are separate paths And I think the more work and the more practice that you can do of separating and feeling into your body, which is the heart, the body, the physical self, which you are getting readings from your body all the time to tell you yes or no, yes or no, but the mind gets involved and then we cloud those signals and we cloud that um, information back to our system. And 
when we can do these practices over and over again that allow us to create a little bit of distance between those two parts, the path with the heart becomes a little bit further away from the path in the head and it becomes a lot clearer and easier to see. So that's definitely been my work and that's part of the work that I've been sharing on these retreats is really tuning into that because when we do, it's really life-changing because we're so much in our heads. And this is, I guess, what I use, or the terminology I use with my grounded goddesses is it's the difference between making something happen versus letting something happen or allowing something to happen. When we make something happen, I always think of it's that very much like it's coming from this place of fear because if I don't do this, this is going to happen and I'm afraid of that, as opposed to allowing things to, to unfold from this place of infinite potential, I guess, if we want to get a little bit Joe Dispenza on it. And um, when I think back to my personal experience of being, when I first started my business, I was very much operating from my head. Like this is what, this is how things should be. This is what I must make happen. It was very much this masculine driven energy. And it was actually meeting through, it was through, you know, working with people like Colleen and just obviously connecting with yourself, very much in a feminine energy as well. And the past two and a half now, maybe three years, there's been this like unfolding of my heart. And it's got to the point now where I'm very much aware of those signals that I'm getting from inside of me. Yeah. Do I sometimes still choose to ignore them? Totally. Um, Very, yes. But it's, and I'm almost, it's, I've almost got to this point now where I'm like, how did I even live my life before this? And, and I know in three years time, I'll say exactly the same thing about now, right? Because it's, it's a, a continuous journey of growth. But, you know, that's essentially why with the work that I do in creating the Grounded Goddess program, it's to start to build that awareness inside of people so that they can start to listen and interestingly I've had so many clients reach out to me lately and we've been having conversations about purpose and life's purpose and how do you find your purpose and how do you know what your purpose is and it's like you Shay now I feel I mean you've always been living life on purpose so to speak but I feel like now you've just got like 10x 100x million extra clarity and when you're clear you can just move towards it in a much more powerful way Mm. I totally resonate with this and I do feel like 10x, 100x on my purpose and potential. And I feel like there's nothing stopping me now. Like I have, before I was the one who stopping me, which I think is true for everybody is we, we are in our own way. Yeah. yeah. And now I feel like, oh, I've just gotten out of my own way. And now I'm like, oh, got it. And just circling back on this idea of making things happen versus allowing things to happen. I feel that when you are in your heart, you can still make things happen but there's no fear attached to it mm. and there's no, there's no self-judgment, there's no blockages happening. So you can, still, you can still act and still have this potential to make things happen, but it's coming from a really different space. It's like, you know, you're not making things happen because there's a scarcity or there's a fear or there's something else that's forcing or driving you to take that action to make the thing, but it's love and that expansion that is driving you to make the next step, take the next step, go, go, go. Yes, yes, yes. Because at the end of the day, we don't get anywhere unless we take action. (laughs) It's a little bit of that fire, that fire chakra energy that must come through, but it's propelled by the heart. Yeah. And that's definitely what I've been experiencing lately. And yeah, it just feels, feels so right in my body. And yeah, it just, for me, it's just, yes, yes, yes. I can really just 
really feel it and acknowledge it and be where I am with it because you know before I would have had oh, a thousand things to say no or to stop me doing this and it's just it feels so feels so organic and there's there's no fear and there's no hesitation in the next step and I think that's a huge massive thing because yeah it can so easily trip us up and the one we are the ones that are creating that that roadblock and it's been it's been like so eye-opening to be like oh yeah I was putting that up in front of myself <laughs> for so long and now I can just actually see it for what it is so yeah it's been good but I think it's also important to acknowledge like nobody it, although it feels inside of you like somebody maybe flicked a switch you have been preparing to flick the switch for a long time and every little, every yoga practice, every meditation, every course, every conversation, every book, everything that has happened has got you to this point. And then one day, ping. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> so, and it's also, and it's also the more, the more work that I do like this, the more it deepens that awareness and it deepens that understanding. So it's like, oh yes. And then it's like, I do more of this work and then I'm like, oh yes. And it goes deeper. Oh yes. And it goes deeper. Like it's an interesting thing to observe within myself. And again, you know, I had these experiences of just sharing and, and being present with people and being able to share what's on my heart that really rings true and resonates with someone that I don't understand necessarily from my head, but sometimes the head actually is not necessary and doesn't need to get involved. <laughs> And I don't need to understand everything. I don't need to have this cognitive awareness and development. And actually what is interesting is that after I got back on Path of Love, I was very much connected to this heart space, like super, super present in my heart. And I started reading um, one of Joe Dispenza's books, You Are the Placebo. And I started reading this book and I was like, this is so interesting. And I got a few chapters in and I was like, I actually have to stop reading this book. Because what it was trying to do was cognitively get me to understand what I was feeling in my heart. And I was like, this is taking me out of my heart and into my head. And I was like, I actually don't need this right now. And like, it's that balance of, and maybe this is something that, that you have experienced for yourself in this ability to trust because you've come at it from the brain way, if that makes sense, which I think is so valuable for people who need that understanding and that rationalization of like, this is what's happening. I must understand in order to trust it. There's another way you can access it from trust in the body and through the heart. So it's those merging of the, of the head and the heart. And sometimes actually we need to take the head out to just let the heart be there. So it's like this, it's really beautiful. Like it's, it's an interesting dynamic and interplay between divine and the human and the heart and the head and like to create this, understanding of how they're working together but you know Joe Dispenza's work is so powerful because he explains what's going on in the heart using the head if that makes sense so it's like another entry point another access way into that so yeah and I think I mean we, we go on probably go on about this all the time on the show so it's nothing new but just I think at least for me personally just having that space where I can be still without distractions that's how I get back to my heart. And especially being an introvert, for me, it is walking on the beach. I, I've decided recently that um, I, was, I was a mermaid in my, one of my past lives, probably several, because of my love of the sea. And when I reincarnated into this life, they left my heart <laughs> in the ocean. 
And I have to keep on going back to the ocean because I'm like this mermaid, reincarnated mermaid looking for my heart. <laughs> so <laughs> when I lie in the ocean, when I walk by the ocean, when I have that space and that alone time, that is um, when I, I just I come back to myself and I feel myself. And I think the challenge for the modern day woman or person generally is there's just no time and space just to hear themselves. It's always filled with distractions, TV, noise, mobile phones, other people, movement, busyness, cleaning the house, doing the online shop, all those things we can continuously keep ourselves busy with each day. Mm. Well, something that I've been giving as a practice to people is five minutes before you go to bed, because hopefully we have five minutes as you get into bed, is to just do a practice where you are not and this is where I've also changed my teaching language slightly, which has been an interesting shift for me, a very subtle, but it makes a big difference is if you can lie in bed at night and just feel your body. So feel your heart, feel your stomach, feel your shoulders, feel your legs, feel your pelvis, as opposed to let your attention rest on your heart, let your attention rest on your stomach. Let your awareness rest on your shoulders. Let your, because what you're inviting there is you're inviting the mind back in. You're inviting your attention, which is your mind, your focus, your concentration. You're saying, take the mind to the heart versus just feel your heart from the inside. Feel your body. Like, how is it to feel in your body? And I've, I've started cueing that and, and using that subtle shift in the yoga practices that I teach. Because, yeah, it's a completely take the mind out of it. You don't need it for what we're doing right now. The mind is useful and it's functional and we need it for certain things, but not right now. So that's a very simple practice that people can do first thing in the morning if they have the time or last thing at night. It's just five minutes. Just feel your body as a way to slow down and get out of that busyness and all the things that we have to do. I guess like I don't really have much more to say like on where I'm at. I hope people can can feel and maybe in some way be in tune with what I'm moving towards and where I'm growing and expanding. And I feel like Anna, you've been on this journey as well. It's like this, this place of like really just opening yourself up to what else is, is out there and to this feeling of potential. Like that's certainly what I feel tapped into is this limitless potential and this place where there's no fear. And it's just like, clear step in front of the next one after the other one 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 and it just keeps going so yeah that's really what I'm I'm feeling <laughs> I think that um it's inspiring and um not only to myself but from the feedback we've had from other listeners but what I really want to just I said it already but just to say again is that it takes time to get to this point and I think sometimes it's easy you know to look at the people who are maybe in inverted commas more ahead on their journey than you and be like, they're special. And that creates that separation that we've talked about before, but just understanding that this is a process and it's, it's all these little actions that we take day to day, all the choices that we make day to day. Like, am I going to lie in bed an extra hour and look at my phone or am I going to get up and do my meditation? It's the, collective action of those different choices that we make that that bring you to the point and i think if we record this three years from now 
things will also be totally different. And it's just being open to the the ever-expanding possibilities. It's so interesting that you were saying that because something that Warren has messaged me lately, because I've said to him, I really think that he should do this path of love and it would just be amazing for us to be on the same page in in kind of him having a little bit more understanding of where I'm at and, and the potential that I'm experiencing. And I just said to him, Oh, I'm so, so excited for, you know, obviously we've been separated. I've been in South Africa. He, he's been in the UK. And I just said to him, Oh, I'm so excited for you to do path of love. Like I'm really like looking forward to it. And he said to me, he's like, me too, me too. I want to join you in, in the light. And I said to him, I replied back and I was like, you are already there. You just don't know it. And it's like, it's the simplest thing, but it's like, and we're all there. Every single person is already in that beautiful potential light. And it's just about clearing off the shit so that you can see that light for yourself because that's where we all are. Like, and that's just like, what's so crazy. And like when, when I'm dropped into that space of my heart and when I'm dropped into that space, like that's what I see. And that's what I see in the people. And that's what I see in the people that come on retreat with me or the people that I'm engaging with or the people that are in my family, the people that are in relationship with me, you see that light, you see that love, you see that potential, but you have to do the work to clear your own shit. And we all have shit. (laughs) Like we all have it. It's just like clear it off. (laughs) So yeah. I think that's just a really beautiful place to wrap up is just actually to let the listeners know that if you're listening to this, there is so much light inside of you and the person sitting next to you and the person sitting next to them. And if you take any message away with you today for the rest of the day or the rest of the week or the rest of the month, it's just how can you shine that light a little bit brighter and in in which case what might need to be removed so that you can. And when you shine your light, it allows others to feel that and then shine it for themselves. So, yeah. And that's yeah. how we change the world. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Changing the world one light bulb at a time. Yeah, go, so go shine your lights. Have an amazing day. And thank you for listening to our little freestyle catch-up. Speak to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Kombucha and Color. If you have enjoyed or been inspired by our conversations today, please leave a five-star review on Stitcher or iTunes. Don't forget to share with friends and family. This will help other women find inspiration to live life bright. We'd love to connect with you on social media. Come find me, Shay, by searching Shay Daya Yoga on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me, Anna, by searching Anna Marsh on Facebook or Instagram. And remember, you can always refer to the links in the show notes. See you next week. Hi, it's Anna. Ever since I was a child, I wanted to study the power that food can have on our health. When I started practicing as a nutritional therapist a decade ago, I realized that what is just as important is the relationship that we have with food. This is very often a mirror for the relationship we have with ourselves. Through my own personal journey and health challenges, I was forced to dig deeper and understand things that go beyond just our physical bodies. I learned the importance of working with the whole person to create a balanced body, mind, heart, and soul. I'm now passionate about using my diverse toolbox to help women slow down, take better care of themselves, and ultimately cultivate a life which is a reflection of self-love. If you feel like this is speaking to you, I created a 43-page guide 
nine steps to love, nourish, and connect with your body to create an energized life with a happy heart and soul. You can download it for free and join my Grounded Goddess community for even more inspiration by visiting groundedgoddess.co.uk forward slash nine, the number hyphen steps. That's groundedgoddess.co.uk forward slash nine, the number hyphen steps, S-T-E-P-S. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the community.